Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. This week was a very special episode because Josh flew out to Los Angeles to come visit me. We went to a few parties. We discussed Beyonce and Jay-Z's rumored baby names. And now we're kind of recording this once Josh has flown back across the country to New York. And this is our recap. A few days after I got to L.A., Julie and I attended a party at Leonardo DiCaprio's former Malibu property, uh, it was quite an event, and we recorded the day after the party with our thoughts and observations, and there were a lot of them. So we're going to cut to that audio now so you guys can hear what we had to say about that event. So for, we need to talk about this event we went to on Saturday, which was yes. kind of stupendous. One of the better celebrity run-ins Julie and I have ever had, which is saying a lot considering the run-ins we've had. And what made it the best was that we walked into this event like really not expecting anything. So to set the scene, this is the Saturday before the 4th of July. We went to Malibu for this event and we didn't know very much about it, but other than that, it was in a house in Malibu. It was in a house in Malibu on the ocean. We knew a barbecue pop-up thrown by one of our dearest friends in PR, Diane. We love and, we love Diane. And she's never like led us astray. So we knew that it was going to be mm-hmm. at least a decent event. So when we, Diane tells you to go, you know that you're in for something good. So we walk in, don't know what to expect, and it is li- literally like what would you say? Uh, so I think at first, Julie and I were both hesitant. So it was probably like 5 p.m. We're in Malibu. We're at this house. It seems very much like an entourage episode. We took an it, Uber. It took an hour to get there. <clears throat> the scene was a little bit unfriendly. It was just, it was like there was a lot happening. It, it was very like influencer a, culture. It was like a Hills party where yeah. the only, like everybody invited is some sort of social influencer. They're all 22 or younger. Right. Wearing like denim booty shorts with like a denim jean jacket. Everybody looks super cool. Everyone's super fit. Everyone's like super well. Like not that is. we're not fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're acting super these like ostracized like ghosts on the side which was like a little bit of what it was but not really but yeah all the girls look variants on emily radikowski i was saying like yes. everyone looked like they were like had looked at emily radikowski's instagram and then like modeled their outfits off of her the guys all had this kind of like douchey but like i don't know the first celebrity we saw was patrick schwarzenegger mm-hmm. with like a hawaiian shirt unbuttoned except for one lone button around the navel and he was, and he had his friends hanging around him. His girlfriend was there. They all, everything seemed a little bit like hazy for them. I felt it like was they were like definitely <laughs> hazy. This was like the fourth stop on their party yes. circuit that day. Yes. Within half an hour, we couldn't find them, and I think they had left. They were trying to figure out getting their, like how to get their friends into the party. Right. There was a DJ <coughs> spinning records on top of an American flag, which is definitely not what the forefathers had in mind. 
the whole scene was a little bit odd because you got there like when you walked in there was sort of this chill but the barbecue station was set up there was a hair braiding scenario a lot of like chill bohemian girls sitting, sitting on in, a like, blanket mm-hmm. like in some but sort of but then when you went back it was full on like a beats uh like everyone dancing to the beats grinding up on one another where the bar was etc and it was this amazing malibu house that i looked it up <laughs> it rents for two hundred thousand dollars a month it's right on the ocean so, but then everything changed for us when the monkey came into the picture. I so, know, and you say, like, the monkey, like, everybody knows who so, the monkey is. So, we, so, Julie and I walk, we kind of check out the kind of crazy dance party DJ scene. We come back down to sort of this hippie area we're describing, where there's the braiding station, the circle of everyone on the blanket, and then... We look up and we see that this guy who looks a lot like Robert Pattinson. We don't really know much more like, about him. Eerily, than like eerily I feel like he looks like more. He looks more like Robert Pattinson than Robert Pattinson. Yeah, does, like it yes. was strange. Like the exact same skin tone, the sort of exact same facial structure. But he's wearing a starter jacket that says "Please send nudes." So that was like our first warning sign, our first red flag. But then he has the spider monkey on his shoulder. And if you are familiar with the spider monkey, it does not look like a full monkey. It's like this tiny furry creature. But so he rolls into this party like he's the coolest guy on the planet. And there was like a swarm of people around him, including Julie and me. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to try to say we weren't part of this. And we're seeing everyone kind of take photos with this monkey and, like, these kind of beautiful girls were taking the monkey and, like, giving him a kiss. But and, Robert like, Pattinson is being very selective with who he allows to take the monkey and take photos. Like, I am invisible. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm Julia not... Julia did not exist in, like, this... In Robert Pattinson's, like, worldview. Like, that was just, like, we're, like, we're not people he cares about seeing the monkey. And then we're waiting in line for the bathroom, which was this insane long line to get into the bathroom. And, and I, s- I see this girl who looks exactly like i guess it's kind of creepy to say if you like recognize a celebrity's daughter no ava ava's known she looked like ava philippe <laughs> i butchered that that was such an exotic pronunciation but she looked like ryan and reese's daughter ava so i was looking at them and she was like standing in this very tight circle everybody was vaping with her own vape pens and then i realized that one of the people in the circle was actually ryan philippe himself and that's when we were kind of like, whoa, because he was talking to this girl who looked eerily like his daughter. And also he was talking to this girl who looked a lot like Bella Hadid. And she was all over she was him. All over she him, was like yeah. caressing him. A lot of PDAs. It made us very uncomfortable. The girl who looked like Ava was not Ava, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just to make that clear, that was not it was not actually Ava, but she looked eerily like Ava. And the girl who looked eerily like Bella, I guess, is in some we don't we're not going to pretend to know the nature of her relationship with Ryan, but, but it they were very, very intimate. They're very intimate. And Josh and I, at this point, had been thinking we were way too old to be at this party. So the fact that Ryan Philippi was here and yeah, the fact was- he had a hat slung low, but the demographic was so young, I don't think anyone would have recognized him aside from us. He was very under the radar, actually. It was sort of weird. But was- I guess Ryan Philippi isn't... He's sort of in this weird mid-level where, like, I don't know if he even gets recognized. Do you think he gets recognized on the streets of L.A.? Like, I don't know. I don't think he does. 
But so we get to the front of this bathroom line. I know you guys were like very interested, yeah, fascinated, what at the edge of the seats. Line. Yeah. And they said Josh could not go in. This was a females only mm-hmm. bathroom. So he's redirected to a different bathroom line. I only bring this up this because it leads very important to the story. So Josh is in a different line. I meet up with him 10 minutes later and we're standing behind these girls. And these girls, I'm like, they're all stressed out. They're like, these guys keep coming to check in with them. There's lots of kind of logistical drama about where they're going to go later in the night. And then at one point I hear one of the girls say to her friend, oh, you know we're in Leo's house or something like that. And then I'm like, what? And so I turned to Julie, I guess, when you when Julie comes back and I said, something's up, we're in Leo's house. So Julie does some great stealth, Do the recon. very fast, quicksilver Googling. And we determined that Leo used to live in the house that we've been in all this time, and we had no idea, but sold it in 2013. Yes, it, and the story gets so much better, I promise. <laughs> by this point in the party, by the way, they have run out of cups, full-size oh, yeah, cups, right. so they are only handing out shots. Everybody's vaping. We watch this guy stumble up to a girl and say, can I touch your earrings? <laughs> so that's where we are. We've seen Ryan Flippy. We've seen Patrick Schwarzenegger. We're, we've, we've established. We, we've seen the monkey. We have not touched the monkey. We've don't es- be alarmed. Don't, my mom is very, like, does not want to touch the critter. Yeah, we did not critter. touch the monkey. We figured out Leo's house. So that's where we are in the party. And it's about, at about this point. That, that we walk back towards, like, the patio, like, overlooking the ocean. And I hear Josh say to me, you know who that is. And Julie whips around. I whip around, like, very coolly, of course. And I see this guy hunched, talking to what appears to be, like, the security people. Hat, like, baseball cap slung low. And it's Leo. Leo DiCaprio, who obviously Julie and I are very familiar with seeing in person. So you can tr- rest assured we know it's him. Right, and he's obviously like, hey, Julie, hey, Josh, yeah, what's up? I've been to Sushi Park recently. But we look behind Leo immediately and we see Orlando Bloom. And he's at this party wearing kind of a black long sleeve shirt with like some sort of graphic on the front. Orlando has never looked better. Yeah. Amazing tan, like that contrasts perfectly with his white t-shirt. He's like cool sneakers on. Within 30 seconds of Orlando walking into the party, he clocks the hottest girl aside from myself. <laughs> yeah, Julie, Julie is like excluded. He finds his girl and like he just latches on. She looks like a foster sister, but even more gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Is like talking to her. At first, Josh and I thought like, oh, he must have known her, but he eventually walks away, and she and all of her girlfriends like go crazy because they cannot believe that Orlando Bloom was just talking to them. Yeah, like my favorite part definitely of the whole thing was that, like when he walked. I guess he was asking them all for their drink orders. Like, he's going to get them all drinks. What a move, by the way. Like, (laughs) as if just presenting yourself as Orlando Bloom is not enough. Because he asked the main girl, the model he was, like, interested in. And then you could see he was, like, about to walk away. And then he kind of, like, turned around to a double take thing. And he sees, like, her three friends. and And he goes, what do you guys want, too? And I feel like that won him a lot of points. And then... It did with me. And then he gets the orders for the other three. Then he goes in. So he follows Leo in. Leo, yeah. 
wherever his mental space is. And then we also see Elon Musk, Musk yeah. which is not the person we were expecting no. to see. But if everybody else is like very casually dressed, Elon is in a full suit. Elon was in a whole different like headspace, I felt. But in the Orlando Leo crew, I think. I mean, like, he came in the same time they did. Uh, Tobey Maguire, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. But they all go into the house. No one else is allowed into the house, even the, the girl that Orlando is flirting with. So he comes back out with all the drinks mm-hmm. to deliver to his, like, girl of choice and her circle of friends. And he brings those drinks out. And, and it was very winning. It was a very winning moment. It was winning. A, a thing we never got a good answer on, though, was why the girls weren't allowed in the house. Right. Because right. what ended up happening is that Leo, Orlando, and Elon being in the house, I feel like, set up this dynamic of, like, everyone wanted to be in the house. And most people obviously weren't allowed, but maybe like 10 or 15 other people were also allowed, but not Orlando's girls. It was very mysterious. Yeah. 10 minutes later, these two pizza delivery guys roll up. <laughs> right. And they have 10 pizzas each in one of those, like, what do you call those, like, bags? Like, oh, uh, the warming pizza those bags. Those pizza bags. <laughs> so yeah. they bring them up to the door. Not that we were watching. <laughs> yeah, not that we were, like, leached on at this point to the house. Like, basically, like, like on Elon Musk's collar. And the security guy looks inside each box. Um, I don't yeah. know whether he was looking for, like, a bomb or just to make sure the toppings were right, but he lets in all the boxes. We don't know what was happening in the house. Something happened, something happened, something happened. At this point, we also watched this poor guy walk in and just, like, face plant, like a tree falling over slowly into the asphalt. Security, like, helped him up and just, like, pushed him on his way, and he was cool. But also, it was interesting, I thought. I don't know if you had the same feeling, but most people didn't seem... I think people were very much in the throes of their partying spirits. This is dark, though. My observation was that people were so young, they didn't, like, recognize Leo or Orlando. That was my take. A half hour later, he leaves with his security group. Mm -hmm. Orlando walks behind him, but, like... The girl nowhere to be found. I know, but Orlando has this very confident, like, posture. He's walking out. He's, like, waving to all the girls... Elon, like, I feel like they did not tell Elon. That they, they were, were leaving. leaving. Like, yeah. Elon might still be at that house, like, wondering, like, hey, are they coming back? Okay, so Leo and Orlando leave. Elon, nowhere to be found. Cut to 10 seconds later, the pizza delivery guys follow them out with the pizzas they had not eaten yet in the pizza warmer cases. And, like, enough pizza, like, 10 slices for each celeb. Like, it was uh, so much pizza for them. And there were hundreds of, like, party goers there who did not even have cups. And I I remember... It's so true. I remember saying to Julie, like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet of Leo. He's ordering all these pizzas for everyone at this party. As if that would ever happen. Like, I don't know why I thought that was even in the realm of possibility. But obviously, no, the pizzas were just there for them. 
we happened to also be in the patio when they were leaving and Orlando just left and like the security guy was like oh you're taking all the pizzas with you and Orlando like made a lot of conversation with the security guy and said yeah isn't that so funny we ordered all these pizzas now we're taking them with us and then I heard one of the drivers ask Leo if Orlando is good to be in the car and then Leo was like yeah Orlando's with us but so, also, how harsh would that have been if Leo was like, no, he's not? And then the, that, like, security detail had to tell Orlando. Orlando, like, actually, actually get your own Uber, dude. I mean, it was... In- I didn't realize until this party that Leo and Orlando were, like, kind of a duo. Had they been out together before Yeah, they've, they've been out, like, a few things recently. Mm-hmm. I, I But I didn't realize it was... It, it, that they were a dynamic pair. Yeah. Because they were definitely, like, rolling together. And Leo's definitely the ringleader. I mean, why shouldn't he be? No, why shouldn't he be? But so, anyway, that was our party before the 4th of July. I know, and to have this all happen on the Saturday before the 4th, we weren't even expecting it to be such a wild and raucous star-studded night, and then it turned into one of the most, I thought, unexpectedly... I mean, we were pretty tapped out. We were pretty excited at, like, the monkey and then Ryan Philippi. I know. When we thought we had just seen, like, Patrick Schwarzenegger and Ryan Philippi, we were there. And then to get the Elon, Orlando, Leo trio. I know. And just, like, Elon, if you're listening, you can leave that house. I think they've, (laughs) they've moved to a different location. I'm curious about Elon's role in the squad. Like, I don't feel like I have a good read on that. No one I, we, does. We, we, we didn't really see Elon talking to them. He was legitimately the only person in a suit. Yeah. And he was talking to this guy who looked kind of like Ron How- young Ron Howard, is how I described it's like him. like everybody at that party had been to Coachella multiple times. <laughs> Burning Man. Yeah, they, they, like, it was a very specific crew. They did not seem to care that Leo and Orlando were there. Oh my gosh, a lot of like women with just like bikini tops and like jeans, short, short shorts. Yeah. And, and like thigh high boots. And Orlando's girl squad, I think our biggest, I don't know, maybe I should just speak for myself here, but my biggest regret from the party is that we didn't get any sort of follow up interview with the girl that Orlando sought out and brought drinks back for. But I don't know what happened to her. She didn't leave with him. Oh my gosh, save us for the documentary, Josh's Regrets. <laughs> I'm really upset, because I was watching her and just wondering what it was like to be her. Because I, I wanted to know her whole backstory. I think I wanted, we all did. I and want... by the way, she was wearing, like, a sweatshirt. sweatshirt. A gray sweatshirt. I know, the upshot, the lesson here is, like, it doesn't even matter what you're wearing or doing. Like, if Orlando Bloom's going to talk to you, he's going to talk to you. Yeah, no heels. Yeah. No, she, she was not, she was not dressed as if she was, you know... As if she had thought she was going to meet Orlando Bloom that night. Let's put it that way. So, uh, yeah, the takeaway is if Orlando's going to talk to you, he doesn't care yeah, whether you're or not wearing. you're wearing heels. Yeah, if you're listening to this and, like, preparing to go out and see Orlando. We also had, so I guess we're going about to go to the 4th of July party also in Malibu where we might have, we're curious to see if we'll get a repeat Leo sighting. We're hoping for one Kardashian. We're hoping for one Kardashian. It's an um, all-white party. It's an all-white party. So Josh so, and I have, like, meticulously planned our outfits. Yeah, which we will definitely, definitely be posting. We had a good sighting at lunch before. I mean, this should have been, we should have known and taken this as an omen that we didn't, which is that we saw Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello. Perfect. It's definitely not. Yeah, that was a flawless pronunciation of his last name. 
at lunch right before. So I guess we know that if on the 4th of July we get a good sighting at lunch, that bodes well for the rest of the day. Um, Can't wait to report back. Yeah, we will report back on how the 4th of July party goes. But I don't know. It's going to be really hard to surpass Saturday. Leo in Orlando. I hope it does. I know. The Leo Orlando, the pizzas. The monkey. There was a lot. A lot of great characters at this party. Like Like a short story should just be written about just this party alone. So that was the tale of Leonardo DiCaprio, Elon Musk, Orlando Bloom, Ryan Flippy. That was, it was quite, I feel like we still haven't quite, even now that I'm back in New York, Julie, like processed that whole event. I know. I feel like I need a few like therapy sessions to really like work out what that meant. Just between the monkey and Leo and then Orlando and then Elon Musk, who still might be like sitting in that house waiting for Leo and Orlando to get Waiting back. for like trying to look for the pizza that they took somewhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So after we recorded on 4th of July, we, and the uniting thread here is that the monkey was present at this second event as well. (laughs) We attended uh, a party at Nobu Malibu, which was thrown by the Bootsy Bellows crew. It was their fifth annual uh, 4th of July white party hosted at Nobu Malibu, which is right on the ocean. Another oceanside party for... Myself and Josh. Yeah, we made another trip to Malibu. This one was a different sort of event, right, Julie? I guess we would say it was it was fancier. It was you know everyone's wearing white. It was at Nobu, but it was maybe lacking some of the um, spontaneous anyone could show up vibe of the one on Saturday. We walk into this event, and there are girls and full body cat suits kind of cavorting by the front door i would say and as usual i was like kind of wanting to do a full interview profile with the girl dancing in the cat outfit as much as any of the celebrities because i was just thinking to myself what would it possibly be like to have to be like an adult dressed in a full-on cat outfit like dancing by yourself as people walk into a party Right. Can you imagine, like, how, hey, Renee, how did you spend the 4th of July? <laughs> and you say, oh, I spent it cavorting in this cat outfit. But she seemed to be having a wonderful time. Yeah, she time. seemed to be having a great time. And we took a photo with her, right? Later we did on. take a photo with her. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we got so, so, to know her later somewhat. Yeah, so everyone has to wear all white, which was somewhat of a challenge. We both made the best of it. <laughs> We both made- I, I mean, I I felt okay about my outfit, except for my shoes, which were flip-flops, which like, wasn't great, and I sort of wish I had splurged for some white sneakers, but it's okay. I thought you looked great. It was very Miami chic. We'll post a photo that we took, we took there. And Julie had a great dress. We both were wearing jean jackets, because Pacific Sunwear is one of the sponsors of this event, so they were handing out jean jackets. 
so I was some, so it didn't really fit. They should have been white. No. Oh my gosh, you're taking issue with the free jean jacket bar. No, I mean, yes, white would have made sense, but I thought it was actually like a very, it worked well because everybody's wearing white. So when they put on these jean jackets, the jacket. It really stands out. Yes, that's true. And it did become something of a thing. So I feel like they must have run out and people were coming up to me asking where I got my jean jacket. Uh, So I think people were kind of trying to get their hands on them. It did create this kind of feeding frenzy. But as the night wore on and people got a little more loose, all of a sudden, like, the jean jackets were just strewn around. It was just a sea of jean jackets. I know. I'm imagining the next morning when they were cleaning up Nobu, they were, like, finding these jean jackets just all over the place. But, Josh, I feel like the first quote-unquote celebrity we saw was this monkey that we ran into at the 4th of July party. Yes. Who was brought in. The same monkey was back. The same monkey was back, and he. one of the handlers, there are several handlers, one of the handlers looks exactly like Robert Pattinson, and I would have thought, like, that would be enough for you entering a party in Malibu, like, if you look like Robert Pattinson, but apparently it's not enough, because he brought this monkey. And just, they act so chill about it. It's just, like, on, jumping around on people's shoulders. I think because of the scene, don't you feel like, well, they got rid of the monkey pretty fast. Like, I almost wonder if someone directed the monkey out of the premises. Then I think we didn't really have, I feel like the first celebrities we saw, I saw Cameron Dallas, the YouTube star, who was dancing all around and, like, seemed in his own mindset. He had, like, an entourage with him. We didn't see Sophia Ritchie, but she was there. So they kind of had the, like, young Hollywood, whatever you want to call them, social influencer types there. Who else did we see? We saw... Well, Lana Del Rey, and you took a cute photo with her. Yes, Lana was wearing a baseball cap, and she was in sort of one of the banquettes off to herself. I talked to her very briefly. She said she was having a great time. Um, She said something about positive energy, (laughs) which, like, seemed about right. I just remember her being like, it's all positive energy here. And I was like, yeah, it is. I think of Meghan Markle, actually. No bad energy. She wasn't who I expected at that sort of event. It was kind of like a clubbing vibe when it really got going. But she was really in her element. Right. A lot of like banquettes with full bottle service was the vibe. I don't usually hang at these bottle service events, but it was it was quite the scene. And then who else did we see? We saw... I saw Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, Drake's dad was a fun one. He was wearing this kind oh of like... Uh, so we spotted Drake's dad outside and he was... It's, how do you even explain? It was sort of like a robe, like a white sheet, though. Like it was like a dress, caftan, right? Caftan, and he had a white fedora on, huge sunglasses, and was the only man there wearing, I would say, a white, like, robe. But he was sur- surrounded by women. I was desperately trying to, like, chat him up, and I'm not sure who identified him as Drake's dad at first. I did verify it on Google. Uh, we tried to talk to him, didn't we? And he wasn't interested. I said, I love your caftan. I love your outfit. What is it? And he just said, someone made it for me. <laughs> Which I guess I'm, I'm going to say the next time anyone compliments me on my shoes or my pants, I'm just always going to say, someone made it for me. Someone made it for me. That is chic. That's good. We saw Taylor Lautner, who was very nice. 
He was a sweet kid. Oh, uh, he, he could <laughs> not have been like his sweeter. grandmother or something. Right. I, I was trying to find Josh, and all of a sudden Josh pulls me in and introduces me to Taylor. Yes, he seemed like he was in great spirits. Yeah, Taylor was very nice. What did you guys talk about? Who knows? <laughs> I think, oh, we were talking about Lana Del Rey, I think, actually, because I think I had said something like, oh, you know, we were just talking to Lana, and Lana was nearby. And then he was like, oh, you know, let's try to, like, beat your picture with her. I don't know. It, it got kind of confusing. But you guys took some really great, great photos. Yes, we did take a good photo. He was really, like, a, I don't know. I can't explain it. You saw when you talked to him. He just looked very normal and nice. Right. He looked very sweet. Nothing and at this point, to say about Taylor Lautner. At this point in the party, it was very, very crowded. Yes, we had some. So great, it was yeah. it was kind of, it was a struggle to navigate to get anywhere. I'm surprised the fire marshal didn't shut it down. But at one point, this girl bumped into me pretty aggressively and then wanted to start a fight with me. But she was the one bumping <laughs> Wait, this is actually me, my favorite part of very... my favorite part of the whole party was all of a sudden I became aware that Julie was like about to have like a fist fight with this girl. It was like like <laughs> Katy Perry and Taylor Swift have nothing on these two. And it was just because she thought Julie had bumped into her, but it was getting extremely heated. Nothing happened. There was no altercation. It was great. But there was there was no room to move. I think my theory is someone bumped into her and kind of kept walking and she turned around and thought that I was the one who bumped her. Meanwhile, I have a drink for Josh and me. I'm like just getting back from the bar with two beers. So I don't know how, I guess I could have elbowed her or something, but I was a deer in the headlights. No one has ever, stranger has ever been that aggressive towards me to the face. But it really like, it really leaned into the idea that we were at like a uh, hill party you'd see on like a reality show or Real Housewives of the Hills or something. Like there was like a pseudo conflict between you and this random girl. Oh, also, okay, so then we should say that we, don't, we haven't seen any photographic evidence that so we should, probably shouldn't say this conclusively, but we, we're told Leo and Orlando were actually on their way to this party, too, um, which was exciting. But, and Julie and I, let us tell you, searched every crevice of the premises. We were, we were not going to let you guys down. They were not, we did not see Leo when we left the party at probably around 9.00. But he was reportedly there somewhere, so maybe he was. That in- sounds so sad that we left the party. <laughs> Nine. But the party, this party started very. It started early at five was- and it ended at ten, and it was winding down when we left. But so, anyways, the point is, is that Leo may have been there. He may not have been there. It's sort of a mystery. Um, but we did not see him. I just love the idea that all Fourth of July holiday weekend, Leo in Orlando could have been like driving up and down the PCH in a black SUV just full of pizza, <laughs> stopping it at random parties. The side story here is definitely that like Leo and Orlando are best friends now. Like Toby Maguire has been kicked to the curb. Uh, I mean probably not, but Orlando's Orlando's in the squad. Though I guess they were not together on the actual Fourth of July, it sounds like. But no, the, it was such a fun party. We had a really good time. I was very intimidated to go to a white party. But then once I was there, I realized that people are very, you know, every, pretty much everyone stuck to the sartorial theme. Though, shoes, I realized I could have worn black shoes. That was my other big takeaway. Apparently, like, footwear does not matter. And that's actually my only takeaway from the night. 
because uh, people are wearing all really? kinds of colors. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. There were a lot. It was. It was. What, what were your takeaways? That there are two monkeys. That Lana Del Rey was, was, was her like club wear is like involves a baseball hat and kind of like a simple white dress. My my takeaways are one: I really want to profile the guy with the monkeys. Yes, looks like Robert Pattinson. I might try to get a hold of him for a feature piece. Two, I do not think that uh, a party with a white dress code is necessarily my scene <laughs> or natural habitat. I am not comfortable with strangers nearly starting fights with me. Any others? Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I want to come back to LA because I'm in withdrawal <laughs> and and I need to be back. I need to just follow that. I'm gonna be one of the groupies of this celebrity influencer monkey. I'm just going to follow the monkey. We should have him on the podcast, honestly. That's probably our best bet. Josh, we're going to get you some sort of rare exotic animal. And just, you'll be that guy on the party scene. You'll be invited to everything. You would think on his own he'd get invited because of his, like, he could be like a Robert Pattinson impersonator. But that I love that this monkey is his end to all these kind of, like, swanky affairs. Anyways, let's. Uh, I'm trying. Is there anything we 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 do? We want to talk more about Beyonce's baby names, but I also feel like we don't. We still don't know for sure if it's the official names, and I just feel like I don't want to get too attached to my disappointment about these names until I know for sure that those are the names. Do want we do want to hear your thoughts on the names? Right, and I do love that Matthew Knowles, like Beyonce and Jay-Z, still have not issued any sort of official confirmation. The names could be Romy and Sir, which are honestly growing on me the more I read them. But I'm very curious about middle names, but I love that Matthew Knowles, of course, they may not be speaking, but Matthew Knowles sure is. <laughs> and he gave a new interview saying that he actually researched his, I guess, family history and found out that... There is another set of twins in his family. So he wants to not only like take credit for announcing that the babies were born, he wants to take credit for putting those in the genetic, I guess, pathway. What am I trying to say, Josh? I like that he's still just looking for any angle. Like he posts that Instagram for the announcement. Now he's trying to give interviews about the meaning of their twins. Like he's just, it's, un- it's unabashed. But we will have more next week. I Hopefully we'll get some more. I, I, I have a sense we're going to get some more information soon. So maybe by next week's episode, we'll have more to kind of say conclusively about this. Right. I, re- I really hope that Beyonce unveils the twins in like a very elaborate photo shoot like she did her pregnancy. That does it for this week's In the Limelight. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss any of these subjects. Offer your thoughts on Beyonce's rumored baby names. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. Josh is at J. Duboff. We also have an Instagram, which is In the Limelight Pod. The episode was produced by Jordan Bell and edited by Afim Shapiro. Thanks for joining us. Bye.